Hey demons, it's your girls. A weekly humor podcast where two childhood best friends discuss some spooky shit. I'm Shay. And I'm Alicia. And welcome again to episode two. <laughs> of Hey Demons, it's your girls. We're the girls. And you're the demons. <laughs> but we love you. <laughs> Am I insulting our audience? I don't know. I feel like we might be. <laughs> you're the people who watch our sleep at night. <laughs> Wait. You know, I was thinking today, I'm like, is it weird that we're calling ourselves girls? But hey, demons, it's your grown-ass women sounds a little <laughs> strange. Yeah, I I mean, I'm fine. I'm fine with it. <laughs> I mean, the dude, the other dude says it's your boy, and that's a small child. <laughs> the connotation of a small child. So, so it's all right. We're, we're letting you pass. Yeah, I'm letting it pass for this one. All right. Well, speaking of childish things, yeah, we're going to talk about games. <laughs> um, but, I was going to say before we uh, before we talk about that, and I, I know you said you had something creepy to share. Oh, I don't Alicia. know. I have yeah. so many things to share with you today. Oh, good. That I have been purposely withholding. <laughs> for just to share in this moment. Yeah. Okay. Do you do you want the creepy thing first, or do you want the ridiculous thing first? Um, give me the creepy thing and then the ridiculous thing. I'm, okay. I mean, I'm sure they'll both make me laugh, but, you know. <laughs> it's... I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm sure I can find something, but, all right, just give it to me. Okay, I will. Um, so, we, I told, I mentioned before that sometimes I have, like, hypnagogia or sleep paralysis, Right. Right. And this is really ruining my nothing creepy ever happens in this house thing. Because it seems like every single time we recorded, I'm like, oh, and by the way, I had this weird dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, a couple nights ago, Ben actually had to, had to like actually shake me awake because I wasn't aware that I had fallen asleep or was falling asleep, mm. but <clears throat> which is what really freaked me out. Uh, but I guess like as I was falling asleep, I went into that like sleep paralysis state. And I open my eyes and on top of the dresser, like there's a dresser on one wall mm-hmm. that's not facing the bed. And there's like a, a smaller kind of like sock and underwear tall dresser, like facing the bed. Yeah. And what I saw was there was a person who was folded in half, but like mm. bent backwards, folded in half. Yeah. But their head was facing the correct up and down direction. And it was just like a white face with like deep black eyes and a slightly like gaping black mouth. (laughs) Yeah. Freaking creepy. Yeah. I started like panicking and like I kind of sat up and like gasped. Which, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, that was a kind of a disappointing response to... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the correct you, response was. You think you would have been a little bit more expressive about your your fear, maybe. Like, I, I would have I hoped that I would have chucked a book at it. Maybe <laughs> been, a little, been a little more proactive in my... <laughs> right. But clearly, yeah... My response was to sit up and gasp, and then Ben had to kind of sit up and, like, 
shake me a bit before I like came out of it. But that was that sounds pretty creepy. That, yeah, sleep paralysis sounds like uh, just sounds terrible. I'm so sorry I had to go through that. I'm I'm not a fan, and it's it's <laughs> I'm not but a I'm fan glad. of sleep paralysis. <laughs> it's not an ideal sleeping situation. <laughs> However, I am glad that it's just, like, I know it's sleep paralysis. I know there's not some creepy ass-backwards thing living. Demon. Yeah. <laughs> sitting, sitting on as far as I know, there could there could be. And they're just like, nothing I do is working. They're like, oh my gosh. I'm trying so hard to freak this girl out. and She just doesn't care. She's like, it's just sleep paralysis. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's whatever. <laughs> it'll be okay yeah All right. so that, that was my um my creepy thing that happened to me so what was the ridiculous thing <laughs> so uh <laughs> ben sent me this this article mm-hmm. oh sorry hannibal's in here with me so if you hear a cat it's it's right. it's hannibal not a ghost <laughs> um yeah he sent me this news article that is about this woman who has had sex with 20 ghosts and is now engaged to a spirit. Oh my gosh. Do you want to take like Seriously? a... Seriously? Yeah. No, I, I mean, <laughs> this has to be satire. Like, there is no way that this, that this woman is even an iota serious. But no, it's not on like the onion or anything. It's actually across multiple, not reputable sources, but you know, multiple what? like sources that you would be like, okay, this isn't like written as a satire piece. Hannibal <laughs> yes, agrees it's weird. Yes. And I guess she was actually on like this morning with what Emma and Ruth, which is I think a I think a UK show because she's British. Yeah. Take a take a good stab at her name. Of course, she's either American or British. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is some white people not. <laughs> um, so wait, take a stab at her name? Yeah, what kind of Harry Potter ass name do you think this woman has? Oh my gosh, is it something like uh, I don't know? Is it does it have anything to do with the moon? Like Luna, <laughs> Luna something, Luna Eleanor, <laughs> <laughs> Luna Eleanor. I don't know what is it. It is Amethyst Realm. Oh no. <laughs> And it doesn't say like, and Realm changed her name five years ago. So, name five years ago. It, it, uh, theoretically, this is actually this woman's true name, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Animal. Animal's uh, like, no, it ain't. <laughs> we have a we have a guest on this podcast right now, and that is my cat. <laughs> so Amethyst Realm has been having sex with ghosts. Uh, it's, it's better than that. So, she claims that she cheated on her fiancé with a ghost. Okay, very doable. And... So, how did that happen? <laughs> what? How did that occur? Very doable. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess they clearly broke up. And then she has gone on to have, uh... She didn't cheat on him. Liaisons <laughs> with... 20 other well i guess this started she had she had an affair at first and then now she's like i love ghost sex maybe she's just maybe she's just playing with herself in her mind (laughs) (laughs) maybe maybe she's willing herself to have sex with ghosts 
But they're not really ghosts. They're just, I don't know. They're that's, just her brain chemicals. <laughs> that's a theory. And honestly, I kind of feel like that's a gift. <laughs> it could be a gift. Because you could just sit there and be like, I want it now. And then there you go. <laughs> but that doesn't sound very exciting at all. Just sitting there and be like, yep. I mean, how do you how do you do that with a ghost? Um, how do you kiss a ghost or do anything with it? Hold on, maybe. <laughs> oh no! Maybe there's an explanation. Maybe, maybe Miss Amethyst has a answer for us. Oh well, she said. Um... <laughs> oh no! <laughs> this is even better. I had I'd not had a phantom fling for a while, and as I was away on business, starting a new relationship was the last thing on my mind. The Bristol-based spiritual counselor told the Sun. <laughs> which is what which I was like this has to be satire because it's in the sun but it's right. other stuff too this, I'm reading off the New York Post right now right. which isn't again the greatest newspaper in the world no offense New York Post but okay anyway <laughs> uh, then one day while I was walking through the bush enjoying nature I suddenly felt this incredible energy a new lover had arrived oh no where did <laughs> she go in the park to do it <laughs> I, I just continue she claimed (laughs) that was very matter of fact thank you uh she claims that she had sex on the plane back from australia with a ghost yes where did she do that in her seat or in the bathroom on the plane i'm hoping to god in the bathroom so do you think she just humped the air and then she just made it and that's it that's the only thing I can imagine right now. Well, she okay. She says sometimes I get the feeling that I'm being moved. Orgasms I have with my spirit lovers have been way more satisfying than any I've had with ordinary men. That's because she's by herself. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like most women would, would say that. Uh, like, mm, yeah. I mean, she knows herself, and her brain is like, "This is me." Or I don't know what her brain is doing, but I have a feeling that her there's something going on in her brain to make her randomly orgasm or okay. feel like she's being sexually <laughs> satisfied Here... by a ghost. <laughs> if, okay. if, it, if it is a ghost, though, theoretically, it could potentially read her mind. Um, that's true. So... Well, and first we have to acknowledge that ghosts are real and that they want to have sex with living people. If they were once living people, I, I suppose that why wouldn't you not want to once you're dead? Ghosts have needs too, man. I I guess so. I just don't know. <laughs> I don't understand why ghosts would not want to meet other ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> you're not into this inner, inner, I'm what, what would you call this? Interdimensional relationship. <laughs> I That's guess. very close-minded of you, Alicia. <laughs> it is, but it's. I guess I just stand on the side of physical science <laughs> to explain what is going on to this amethyst realm. Uh, you know, I don't even know. I know, and you know, <laughs> that this woman named Amethyst Realm is having some sort of, I don't know, some sort of chemical imbalance going on. Yeah, I guess I guess the thing is, though, in terms of chemical imbalances that you could have, if that's the case, she's not hurting anyone. No. She's just having sex with ghosts. 
Yeah, I mean, she's doing all right, and it's fine. There could be, be worse... yeah, it could be a little awkward if she showed up to someone Thanksgiving and was like, "Hey, I'm dating your dead grandpa now," but <laughs> but he's hot in the sack. <laughs> <laughs> At least that doesn't seem to be what's happening. So <laughs> it's just uh... her and her ghost lover, and they're gonna have a pagan hand fasting, and I guess skip off into eternity. Now, would it be horrible of me to assume? what amethyst realm looks like <laughs> i can um, i can see the link i i would love to see the link if you I, send that to me i will send it to you i'd imagine she looks white what you think a woman having no <laughs> sex would look like you know what she looks way better than <laughs> i imagine someone she said looks- that she looks like blake lively and i don't see it she looks like she just looks like some lady that you'd meet at the library. Or just some normal woman who you'd meet in the line at, I don't know. I don't know. I think she just... Coffee she, shop. She definitely looks like she drinks a lot of chai and probably smells like patchouli. Yeah. she That, yes. That's what she looks like. <laughs> but, um, I mean, all right. <laughs> you, I guess you do you, Amethyst Realm. <laughs> We salute you, Miss Realm. <laughs> you go out there and have sexual relationships with these ghosts. I mean, some people go their whole lives without having any meaningful connection. She's having meaningful connections from the beyond. I like how at the end of this article it says stress, anxiety, depression, and trauma can make people more prone to this form of hallucination. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> uh, all right. Well... <laughs> That's Wait, great. who says that? Oh, a psychotherapist. Fair enough. Psychotherapist lady thinks Realm is confusing ghost sex with hallucination. And that happens in that weird realm between... Haha, realm. Between <laughs> wakefulness and sleep. Oh, I, so this I, is a form of sleep paralysis? That's not fair. Yeah, it's definitely not fair if you have to have one or the other. I get backward head, face, shoulder people and she gets ghost sex. Pretty much. Not that, not that I'd feel okay, like cheating on Ben with a ghost. That that's a moral. I think you would just. Yeah. I think you, if it happened to you, you'd probably. Yeah, but that's the thing. If it happened to you, you would chalk it up. You would obviously chalk it up to a chemical imbalance or something going on with your brain to be like, I'm not, I'm not cheating on Ben. Something's going on. <laughs> I need to go to the doctor right now. Yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't be like Amethyst Realm and say that you're cheating on your boyfriend or husband with a ghost. I don't think you would. (laughs) I I would like to think that I would not. (laughs) That's what, I mean, that's what just I assume. Having known you for the entirety of my life, that's what I assume. Well, I'm glad that you have that opinion of me. <laughs> I have a high faith in you. <laughs> that you wouldn't think I would leave my fiancé for a ghost. <laughs> for your, yeah, for your um, impression of what you think is a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope that was enjoyable. <laughs> that was very enjoyable. That was that was pretty great. I'm I was glad not that I kept that. That was yeah, I, I, it was hard to keep that one to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the moment you found out, you were like, oh, I gotta totally tell Alicia about this. <laughs> I did, and I was, that's why I asked you, I'm like, should I tell you now, or should I, like, wait? I think it, I think your uncensored reaction would be <laughs> way more enjoyable. Yes, I think that was good. 
<laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, right. Well, all right. We spent a lot of time talking about this. <laughs> we got our banter. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so I guess we can talk about our games now that we'd totally want to play. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'd want to play mine. I, I don't want to play mine either. With yours, I know what yours is, and I think with yours, it's going to be... I feel more scared of yours. This, when I go through the list of the things that I have to do and what's required, I just feel exhausted. <laughs> and I think, like, this isn't anything that I would want to do. Not because I'd hard. be scared, because I think I'd be bored. Yeah. Well, but maybe I'm... Uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I would get horribly frightened at whatever happens in it. That sounds kind of like a challenge, Alicia. But I guess... You I know, guess I, I have thought of it. I, I thought to myself, maybe at some point we should try doing this. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know... Only in a neutral space. I mean, I, I feel like you maybe are more skeptical than actually I am. Because... Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very skeptical. Yeah. I'm also, I'm like... I also think that something could be there, but... Usually, I'm constantly talking myself down to be like, it's not, there's nothing wrong here. Or, I don't know, I, I think I just, I try not to get too ahead of myself, I suppose. Well, that's that's probably good. I can try to talk myself down, but when I'm like, looking at games like these or any type of ritual, I'm like, I could do it. I kind of believe nothing will happen. But what if something does? I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. No, I don't, <laughs> don't want to deal with that. So, okay, well, maybe I I went first last time, so maybe you should go first this time. Wait, did I go first last time? I thought I talked about my wolf dog thing. Oh, but, crap, you I mean, did. I can go first. I don't mind. Oh, well, whichever. <laughs> All right, I'll go first because I want to talk about this, I okay. suppose. <laughs> I suppose I'll talk about this long game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my game is called The Three Kings. And if it sounds like I'm reading from a paper, it's because... I have to. (laughs) There's so many things that are involved with this game. So I'll start off with what this game is going to require first. First, you're going to need a large, dark, quiet room. And you can cover the windows if necessary. You're going to need some candles, a mug, and a bucket of water, a fan. You're going to need two large mirrors. You're going to need three chairs, an alarm clock, uh, an active cell phone and a charger to be able to charge it. Someone who is w- willing to assist you in this game. <laughs> and a dear childhood possession. That is like a theme. It's like, oh, yeah. bring a childhood toy. Just to, you know, really spread the trauma around. <laughs> spread around the trauma. <laughs> Do you remember being scared when you were little? Well, <laughs> get ready to be scared as a grown adult. <laughs> Uh, okay, so to set up the game, you apparently you start to set up at 11 o'clock at night. Okay. Very specific. So you set up one chair in the center of your chosen dark, quiet room. Um, if it has to face north, apparently that's a very important aspect. I don't know why, but it faces north. Uh, you need two other chairs that are placed exactly to the left and the right. Um, and they have to face towards the first chair. And then you have to place two large mirrors on those chairs and set them at a 90 degree angle. 
And the placement is very important, so don't get this wrong. <laughs> if you if you're sitting in the first chair, which is going to be called the throne, mm-hmm. if you sit in the throne, you should be able to see your own reflection in both of the mirrors without directly looking at them. So they should be like in the periphery of your vision. Yeah, this seems, all seems really hard. <laughs> yeah, it seems very precise and very specific. This takes way more spatial awareness than I would have. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I would, I, I would start to set up and be like, Ugh, I don't think I want to do this anymore. I'd probably get tired. That's what I'm saying. I think I would, I think I would get a little bit too bored of it. But okay, we're almost done with the setup. So the next part is that you place the bucket of water and the mug in front of you, just out of reach, <laughs> and then you place the fan that you have behind you and you turn it on you don't have to blast it (laughs) but you turn it on and then you turn off the lights (laughs) and you leave the door open make sure to leave the door open that's another specific detail that you cannot miss and then go to your bedroom i'm assuming the ritual room is supposed to be separate from your bedroom yeah so yeah Make sure that you're not sleeping in the same room that you're doing this in. <laughs> uh, okay, so then put your candles by your bedside. Put it next to the lighter or the matches or whatever fire starter you have. <laughs> and then set those beside your alarm clock and your cell phone. And make sure that your cell phone is charging. <laughs> Hold yeah, okay. on. Wait, there's fire involved in this? <laughs> What's that? There's, there's fire involved in this? Um, You have to light a candle. Okay. So there's a little bit of fire. This, this is already getting <laughs> out of hand. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you set your alarm clock for 3.30 a.m. You turn off your lights and you go to sleep holding your childhood object, which is also called the power object. Oh, So. Isn't that sweet? (laughs) So go to sleep. And then finally, at 3.30 a.m., the ritual can begin. Okay, so. (laughs) Let me catch my breath. (laughs) Wait, do you have any questions so far? (laughs) Um, No, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. Oh, okay. (laughs) Let's continue. I mean, thank God I don't have to, like, do this afterwards. I definitely, (laughs) like. I definitely wouldn't remember all this. No, I, I would need, like we said, we would need a piece of paper, a step-by-step thing right in front of our face to know what the hell we were doing. A checklist? Yeah, a checklist of sorts. <sighs> okay, so the ritual begins at 3.30 a.m. And the alarm clock should go off. You wake up, hopefully. Yeah. Really. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully you're not dead. <laughs> uh do not turn on the lights when you wake up. Um, within three minutes, you have to light a candle and you're going to take it with you into the ritual room. Make sure you take the candle and take your cell phone and your power object and walk into the dark room and sit on the throne. And you have to be seated by 3.33 a.m. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now that, that's out of the way. <laughs> Now that we that have like the easy part. Yeah, that's <laughs> the easiest part. It's waking up and going and sitting down. That's the easiest one. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have, but you know, when I thought about this, you have your lit candle, you have your cell phone and your object, and you have to sit down. And then when you're seated, 
you have to make sure that you're holding the candle and to not let the flame go out because the fan is blowing behind you now. Uh, this is like a video game. Yeah, it's very strange. So as you're sitting in this dark room and you're holding this candle, not letting it go out, you have to look straight ahead into the darkness and don't look at the candle or the mirrors that are in the periphery of your vision. Don't look at them. And if you do this correctly and you don't fuck it up, <laughs> you, a big if. you will have summoned yourself from alternate dimensions. What? And and I should have mentioned, I forgot to mention, but the, so you're in the throne and you're the king, uh-huh. but the mirrors <clears throat> on both sides of you are supposed to represent the queen and the fool. Okay. And, and in their dimension, they are the king. So you are either their queen or their fool. Hmm. So... Basically, it's up to you to try to identify which one is which for you. You don't know which side is the queen or which side is the fool. So as you ask them questions, you may discern that. Um, But yeah, you're basically summoning yourself from other dimensions is what this ritual is about. And you can ask these questions and you can talk to them all you want. Until 4.44 a.m. So you have an hour. I don't know if that means you have to sit on the throne for an hour. I kind of think that it does. Probably. (laughs) Yeah, I think that you have to stay there for an hour. Um, So, supposedly people have reported being in trance-like states. Or, like, having deep feelings of anxiety when they're doing this, which obviously you would. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You're Um, in the dark with a candle with fans blowing on you. Right. So, okay. So if you are in a very deep trance by the end of it, that's when certain objects become fail-safes to get you out of the trance. So the candle, if for some reason... I'm assuming at some point it's going to blow out. Maybe if you fall over (laughs) or (laughs) if it just goes out on its own, it's supposed to break the bond between the dimensions. Yeah. And then your assistant, your helper person, is supposed to walk in and attempt to call your name to get you to snap out of it. Or they're supposed to call your phone. That's why you have your phone. Oh. Um. And apparently they're not allowed to touch you. So that's why they can't just come over and smack you around a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Wake Um, up! Right. And their other option is to try to use the mug of water. But wait, what like, so are they just like hanging out in some other room while all this is happening? I assumed. I assumed that they have to be out of the room while you're doing this. It doesn't specify where they need to be. I'm assuming they could just be anywhere. They just can't be in the room that you're in. Okay, but what if they fall asleep and then they don't wake up until after you're supposed to be snapped out of it? That would suck. <laughs> <laughs> that would be real bad. <laughs> well, it says, I mean, it says that you're, you can stay on the throne till 4.44 a.m., but then it says that they can walk in at 4.34. So yeah. they can walk in 10 minutes early. 
I don't know if that's just to like keep it safe, like keep for sure they're going to walk in at that time. I don't know what the significance of that time is, but they walk in about 10 minutes before your time is up. Okay. Um, hmm. If all, all their efforts don't work, I guess if you have your power object and you're able to focus on it, that supposedly helps you snap out of it. Oh, so, um, that's so much nicer than like the stuffed animal in my story. So. <laughs> the stuffed animal in your story, which I'm familiar with, is quite horrendous. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sorry, stuffed animal. Okay, wait. Okay, um, so I have a question. Yes, I have a few more things, but oh, yes. Okay. okay, go ahead, and then I'll see okay. if they okay. answer the question. Okay, so um, this will be a couple of last things I want to say about it. It's uh, it's specified that you should not proceed with the ritual if a few of these things have occurred. One of which, if the ritual room door has become closed while you were sleeping, mm. you need to stop. Don't continue. Um, if the cell phone didn't charge while you had it on the charger, don't continue. I don't know why. <laughs> um, if the alarm clock did not go off, don't continue. And if the fan inside the room has shut off, you shouldn't continue. And oh. so, if you cannot complete the ritual for any reason, you need to leave the house with your assistant and only return at 6 a.m. Oh, okay. I don't know what happens if you come back sooner. It wasn't well, specified. <laughs> if the alarm doesn't go off, theoretically, you could have just slept until 6 a.m. <laughs> Yeah, if you never completed the ritual, what happens then? If you never did it. I mean, you set up for it, but you never did it. Well, and if they're you from, like, other dimensions, like... I mean, they'd I find be, that... They'd be like, yeah, that would happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm unsurprised. Call us here for a meeting and not show up. <laughs> I guess, I guess, I don't know, like, I find that a little less scary because you're not summoning, you know... I mean, I, I guess there could be you in another dimension that is just a horrible, terrible demon person, you know. Right. But it's still theoretically you. So unless unless it is actually like an entity that makes itself look like you, mm-hmm. I I don't know. I guess that worries me less. Yeah, I don't know, and it makes me think of the. Um, it makes me think think of Bloody Mary. You know, when people look into a mirror in the dark and they start seeing things. And I, when I think of doing this, I think of sitting in the dark for an hour talking to myself (laughs) and not in the cool, spooky way. I mean, in the what the fuck am I doing here sort of way. Yeah. But maybe that would lead to answers where I talk more to myself as I'm sitting there by myself. I would say... What am I doing here? Well, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck this is all about. (laughs) (laughs) Why did I take forever to set up this setup, this ritual? (laughs) Why did this, why did I bother to put so much effort into this? (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I wonder what would happen if, if someone like me did it. Because I talk to myself a lot already. <laughs> so I don't know how I would be in a dark room with a candle and some mirrors sitting there for an hour. I don't know if I'd freak the fuck out or if I'm just sitting there. 
and falling asleep some more because it's 3.33 (laughs) a.m. I know I'd freak out. I mean, okay, so like with Bloody Mary, I guess that's, I guess it could be an example of like the, what is it called? The, um, like where the brain tries to find like faces. Right. And stuff. It's trying trying to form a face. Like periodalia, is that what it's called? Like seeing patterns and random data and stuff like that. Yeah. Or seeing like Jesus in a piece of toast. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can see how that would definitely happen. And that is what I think would happen to me is that I would start seeing random shapes and I'd be like, no. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) And I would definitely freak myself out because I can watch as many horror movies as I want, but it's what happens in the hours afterwards that gets me. Right. That worries you. Yeah. And mirrors, you know, well, you know, I say I'm skeptical, but even mirrors in the dark, when I say I go to a bathroom and I'm just too lazy to fucking turn on the light. <laughs> so I'll go to the bathroom in the dark, but I don't want to look in the mirror. No. And that's why I, I have a turn on nightlight in the bathroom. <laughs> it turns on with movement. Although that has definitely bit me in the ass a couple times because when the battery gets low, it'll turn on. Mm. And there has been times I've woken up and the light will be on in the hallway from the bathroom. Oh no. And and you think, what is that? <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Yeah. It, it's just, it's just the battery. But every so often I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. It's going to get spooky up in here. <laughs> now, do you think... Do you think people don't like looking at mirrors in the dark because, well, I'm sure it's partially because of horror movies have accustomed us to not look into them. But do you think there's also some sort of instinctual thing to not look in a mirror or a reflection? I don't know. It feels, to me, it feels like something deeper than just, oh, this is a horror movie in my real life. And if I look in the reflection, it's something's going to be there. I there's something deeper in it, I feel like, but I don't know exactly what it is. Oh, well, I mean, there's a long tradition of covering mirrors and stopping clocks, when, mm-hmm. it, particularly when people die. Um, it's kind of an old belief that mirrors will capture, like, spirits or even, like, the spirit of your loved one trying to ascend to a higher mm-hmm. level. So yeah. even, if, even if you're just, like, I mean... I feel like that's a little nicer thought than like, oh, the mirror is going to capture a fucking demon in this house forever. Like, that's <laughs> not great. Right. But, uh, but yeah, like, there, you know, there's a long practice of like covering the mirrors, and then you stop the clock. And then once you've put them in the ground, and mm-hmm. everything is done, then you can uncover them again, because you're less like, um, of a, like, receptacle to mm-hmm. like, okay, this kind of between the veil kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I when I was looking through this um this ritual, I started to think what it what it means, I guess, like who is the queen and who is the fool. And it didn't really say it didn't really mention like what that means or what it's supposed to symbolize. Um the only thing that I thought of was I thought of like tarot cards for yeah. some reason. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe one version of you, if it's the fool, maybe the fool is supposed to be like a free spirit or someone who just does what they want. And then maybe the queen is supposed to be someone who's similar to you, but I don't know if they'd be softer or I don't know exactly hmm. 
what they I don't know how you would I, I guess I don't know how you determine who is the queen and who is the fool if yeah. it was real if this well, was yeah I mean it would depend I mean in generally in like a tarot deck like the fool has has good meanings when it's face yeah. forward you know like new beginnings and having faith in the future Mm-hmm. Um, but it can mean like beginner's luck and, and being experienced or having poor judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I would almost think that they might be more likely to lie or give bad advice, mm-hmm. um, just due to, you know, inexperience or like being naive or just being kind of foolhardy, right. that, that kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you could take that a couple different ways. <laughs> I guess, I guess for the queen, yeah, I would think that'd be more of like, be more about being in control and like, mm-hmm. kind of, I don't know, like a, emotional maturity. But when I think about it, so if, if you're, if those two of you <laughs> are your queen or your fool in your dimension, then you're supposed to be a queen or a fool in their dimension. Yeah. So either you are someone's crappy beginning <laughs> or, or you or there is someone out there that has ascended even higher than you and you will never attain that because you're like in the middle ground. Huh. That's interesting to think about. Well, yeah, cuz it is like is it a thing of like is it supposed to be a thing where you're supposed to figure out if they're lying to you or you know which one's right or like what is the significance of Right. I don't know. I I've I've heard that you can either just talk to them or ask them questions and they may ask you more questions in a way to answer you. Ah. Uh. So you may just be sitting there asking yourself questions for an hour. <laughs> well, that sounds like a good time. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, here's, here's my question. Where yeah. did this originate from? I'm I, glad I... you asked because I was actually going to tell you. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> um... So supposedly, it's been made popular over the years, but supposedly it originated on a Reddit form in 2012 from a user named Fableforge. Hmm. And that's all I really know. I just know it's a recent, a more recent ritual. I think I read an article where it said, um, I forget why he made it. Oh, I think he made it because... I don't know if he was in a juvenile detention center or what it was, but he played this game or something similar to it with other juveniles. And he said that it felt like it gave him power almost because because people who would play it. I mean, it's I would think it'd be quite an experience. And I suppose maybe whoever told you how to play it, you would. I don't know what you would think of them, but you might think <laughs> you, you might think some crazy shit about them, I suppose. <laughs> I don't know. But um, yeah, I mean, I could totally I might have just totally butchered that lore. But I just know that it's a recent ritual from the Internet from this dude. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting. I think a lot of the concepts are um, unique and cool, but I think it definitely has a lot. It's very um, prep intensive and yeah. very specific on what you need to do well but in a way that's part of a that is part of that a, like is a ritual, ritual. Yeah, yeah like getting getting yourself into that mind space i mean throughout history when people perform like a spiritual ritual it usually involves a lot of prep and a lot of like just the act of getting everything together like mentally puts right. you in a place that supposedly is more open right it's 
is like taking one more step towards whatever you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it reminds me a little bit. I don't know. Reddit has come up with like some great, um, like just <laughs> like ritualistic like lore. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever heard of the the left right game? I don't think I have. No, it's not like just like a ritual that was spelled out like like um yours was but it is a no sleep story that mm. involves like a car oh, um okay. look it up it's it's by right the writer game. yeah it's called the the left right game it's on no sleep on reddit and it's by uh neon tempo hmm. um okay. it won the best monthly of 2017 so it's, it's like a good little uh set of fiction and everything but it's an interesting concept that was created that I'm like, well, you, know, you could almost try to play that yourself. Right. So that's pretty cool. I mean, I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Um, right. Game. <laughs> I'm writing all this down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got, I guess, should I go into mine? Yeah. All right. I'm well, mine's, <laughs> yeah, mine's more, I don't know. I consider all these things to be some sort of like divination. Um, and I guess you would call my game more like necromancy because you're summoning supposedly the dead or something, which I will tell you, there's like 20 billion omancies out there that you use to like divine the future. <laughs> also involving yeah. like the patterns of mice and rats. <laughs> like <Ugh>. People <laughs> were desperate for answers. <laughs> like, look, we got some mice and some rats. Let's uh, use these things. <laughs> Let's let's see the future, guys. But um, yeah. Luckily, this does not involve my rats. Hopefully, uh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, the game that um or the ritual that I picked is one man hide and seek or hide and seek alone, which I feel like is a fairly well known one. It is like basically Japanese ur- urban legend ritual that is meant to summon a ghost or other spirit into the home. Mm-hmm. Um. And it started, I guess, in July 2007, it was put onto Japanese horror bulletin boards. Okay. And it didn't actually appear, it didn't appear in English until um, September 2008 on Saya in the in Underworld, which, uh, which I loved. loved. Yeah. I loved Saya in the Underworld. That... Is her website still up or is it? It, it is still up. Does um, she update it? Because the last time I checked, it was um, she posted something about the earthquakes in Japan, and then that's it. Oh my gosh, she updated it recently. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't see oh this goodness. until now. Now I gotta yeah, go no, look. she started updating again. Oh my god. Okay, we'll have to go back and look at this. But yes, Saya in, in the in Underworld. It's Saya in Underworld on Blogspot. So S-A-Y-A in Underworld. Oh my god, she updated yesterday. <laughs> I know, it went from like nothing to all of a sudden she has a whole bunch of stuff. Well, I guess I'll know what I'm going to be doing over Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, the last time she posted was, I mean, she has stuff now, but the last time I checked was, you know, I don't know which year, but 2015 was the last year she really did stuff in. Yeah, gosh. Well, she's back. Awesome. <laughs> she's back, guys. Yeah. She, I love her site so much yeah but apparently that's the first place that one man hide and seek was translated into english um which if you don't know what that is or what is involved in woman hide and seek i will tell you <laughs> <laughs> here we go get so ready here, this is saya's translation from the 
bulletin boards that she got it off of. Um, so basically the things that you need is a stuffed doll with limbs. It's very important. Yeah. Uh, some rice, enough to stuff the doll full. A needle and a crimson thread. A sharp edge tool, like a knife or, a gl- or glass shard. <laughs> or scissors um a cup full of salt natural salt will be best and a hiding place preferably a room purified by incense or ofuda which is those paper um like wards that sailor mars uses (laughs) there you go yeah so um those are the only things you theoretically need oh although you do need a tv and one oh yes Yes. And she has a warning and it says, if you have psychic abilities, you may feel unwell or be prone to accidents during the ritual. So keep that in mind. So (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So once you have your stuffed doll and your rice, needle and thread, your sharp object and salt in two rooms, Mm -hmm. you take all the cotton or whatever the doll stuffed with and stuff it with rice. Then you clip a bit of your nails, of course, because that's Mm -hmm. really cheap. (laughs) Yes. Stuff with nails and hair. Yeah, nothing says horror movie quite like nail clippings. But (laughs) (laughs) But you put them inside of the doll and then sew the opening up with the red thread. Um, When you finished, tie the doll with the rest of the red thread. Mm -hmm. And then pour water into a bathtub and place a cup of salt water inside your hiding spot. So you have your doll. It's tied Mm -hmm. up. You're going to have a bathroom. (laughs) your hiding spot Mm -hmm. and you fill the tub up with water and you have a cup of salt water in your hiding spot Mm -hmm. okay once you start you give the the doll a name and it can be any name but don't use your own okay which duh (laughs) don't use your own name that seems like a bad idea um and then at 3 a.m per usual because that is the witching hour um say to the doll doll's name let's let's name the doll let's (laughs) We're going to name the doll Bob. So Bob the doll. Yeah. Bob the doll. Okay. So at 3 a.m. you say to the doll, Bob is the first it three times. Then you go to the bathroom and you put the doll in the water-filled tub. You turn off all the lights in the house and go back to your hiding place and switch on the TV. Mm-hmm. When you've counted 10 with your eyes closed, go back to the bathroom with the edge tool, a knife, or whatever you picked. And then you say to the doll, I have found you, Bob. And stab the doll <laughs> with the sharp object. Because so that seems, you know, fair when you're playing hide and go seek. Right. As one does. Um, then you say, you're the next it, Bob. As Get you put your the doll shit together, back. Bob. Yeah. <laughs> You're really bad at this, Bob. I would have to stab you if you came and found me, Bob. (laughs) Okay. Continue. So you say that. You say you're the next it, Bob. As you put it all back in in place. And as soon as you put it all down, you run to your hiding place and hide again. Um, So I guess, I don't know if there's a certain amount of times you're supposed to do this with. Um, but once you're done, to finish the ritual, you have to pour half the cup of salt water into your mouth. Don't drink it, because that's bad for you. <laughs> Eek. Yeah. And get out of the hiding spot and start looking for the doll, which theoretically may not necessarily be in the bathroom anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever happens, don't spit out the salt water, as okay. tempting as that may be. Yeah. Uh, when you find the doll, pour the rest of the salt water, which is left in the cup over it, and then spray the salt water in your mouth over it as well. Say, I win three times. And that's supposed to end it. And after that, you're supposed to dry the doll and burn it. 
and then discard it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so sometimes, supposedly... So, tell me about the worst case scenario if things go wrong in the ritual. Well... Do we have worst case scenarios? I feel like I mean, we do. I've read... I've read encounters that have worst case scenarios, whether you believe them or not, I guess. It just says, most important, don't stop this ritual halfway. You must do it through to the end. This is a dangerous ritual. (laughs) And the person writes that I will not be responsible for what happens to you if you try. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you, person. (laughs) Um, You're not supposed to leave the house until you're done. You must turn off all the lights. You have to keep quiet while hiding. Uh, You don't put the salt water in your mouth all the time. You only need to do it during finishing the ritual. Um, If you're living with someone, you might put them in danger too. Which I read one account where uh, the people put salt lines across the bedroom doors of like their dad to make Mm. sure it was like kept out. Um, You don't continue this ritual for more than one or two hours. And for safety reasons, it might be best to keep all doors in the house unlocked, including your front door, and have some friends close by so that they can come and help you if you need them. Hmm. Um, yeah. So like, you need an assistant person. <laughs> yeah. It says that uh, that um, if you go out of the hiding place without salt water, you might encounter quote, something wandering around, unquote, in your house, which might harm you in some way. (laughs) Apparently, the way to feel the presence of, quote, something wandering around, unquote, is to, quote, watch what happens on the TV, unquote. Yeah, which on Saya in Underworld, she has a clip, and I don't know where the clip is from. Yeah, it's clearly of Japanese origin, um, and it is a, is a, it's a clip of the of the TV that's warped during the ritual. Um, like about forty minutes in, it starts kind of stuttering and, and goes to static and repeats itself, and um, nothing like terrible happens. It just is clearly malfunctioning in some way. Right. Yeah. But it's creepy. <laughs> it definitely makes you think that something sinister is going on. What is it about Japan and their electronics? I. I, I do not know. I, 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 I do find that the... Um... Do you think it has something to do with, like... Don't, isn't Shinto belief that everything has a spirit? So do you think, so do you think... think that ties into electronics having spirits in them? Or what is it exactly about Japan and electronics <laughs> conveying spiritual energy? I, I don't know. Well, I mean, you could take it from the sense that, you know, even in Western, like, ghost hunting, they use a lot of electronics now. And that's because there's a theory that ghosts pull, or just spirits in general pull, um, like, energy out mm-hmm. of things. That's why batteries go dead and, and electronics malfunction is because they're pulling the energy out of them to manifest Right. Um, there is a line that was translated on Saya's blog that says, the spirits which are wandering restless on Earth are always looking for bodies to possess. Oh, so, good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In this ritual, you may summon a spirit by offering it a doll instead of a human body. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I don't know what... If there's a difference, I do find that... The spirit photography in Japan has mm-hmm. a lot more, like, amputated limbs going on. <laughs> Yeah. And I've always wondered about that. I, I have yet to find the answer to that. I feel like I could pro- I have a few people I could probably ask. Yeah. 
like why you see much more of like a hand coming out of somewhere or like you know just a random like limb hanging right. off the side of someone yeah what's that up you don't... With just limbs it's not even it's not even an identifiable person sometimes it'll just be a body part of some sort yeah i don't know i mean you could say that that's just all they could do but <laughs> <laughs> that's Here's all you can muster yeah, but I, I do find that, like, all the kind of famous Western photos are, like, of kind of humanoid shapes or, like, an actual kind of person-looking manifestation. So, I don't know. But, yeah, the thing about this game that gets me is I, I, I guess there's a game similar that I think is Scandinavian in which you can ask the doll questions. Are you still and, playing hide and seek with the doll or? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. You do have to go, like, I guess you leave the doll in a room mm-hmm. and you do, like, you, I think it also involves either TV or some something else. I don't really remember, like a phone or I don't know. And right. then you have to go hide and the doll will either come find you. And if it finds you, I think you can ask it questions if it, if it allows you to. Otherwise, okay. you have to be quiet and, like, hmm. not let it find you. Hmm. I I need to find it again. I just now remembered it. But it was, like, very similar. Hmm. And uh, it, it involved more of that, like, you can ask it about the future. Whereas in this one, it just seems like you're playing with a creepy ghost. <laughs> <laughs> you're playing with a creepy doll. <laughs> yeah. Like, the ghost doesn't really do anything, like, for you. You're just being scared shitless hiking <laughs> from it and stabbing yeah. it with scissors. So I was, before all this, I was brushing up on some Japanese superstitions. Mm-hmm. And when you mentioned cutting fingernails, I recently read one about you're supposedly you're not supposed to cut your nails at night. And it has something to do with the belief that cutting tools like fingernail clippers have some sort of spiritual power. Oh. And that um, it's basically like opening tiny, it's basically like opening tears in in the in between huh so, so you're not supposed to do that it it says um the thing i found says um cutting instruments created a gap in whatever they cut which would allow evil spirits to enter through the gap if it was used at night well yeah. i'll be thinking about that next time i want to clip my fingernails <laughs> I, it's creepy. It's it's creepy how they use sort of everyday little things to tie into something um, spirit, spirity. Yeah. <laughs> spirity like that. Well, I mean, there is like, there is just like a, a lot of kind of old wives tales with like hair and, and just like weird, like kind of discarded parts of the body. Um, like, oh, like burning your hair to keep people from putting like hexes on you and Mm. stuff like that like specific ways to cut it and burn it or or it's unlucky to throw away like shorn hair and stuff Mm -hmm. um yeah trying to find something that i heard about and i don't remember all of it (laughs) (laughs) what was that thing yeah it's like i i'm full of like random information and i don't always know where it's coming from <laughs> but i hear you sometimes just be like oh yeah that one thing <laughs> where was that from now <laughs> yeah i went and looked up a couple more games well i mean because the well-known ones at least in western culture you know bloody mary and and that kind of stuff right um, 
And a lot of those, like, started out pretty innocuously. Like, oh, it's to see, you know, who you're going to marry when when you're older and stuff. And then we turned it into this creepy hag's going to come out of the mirror and kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Though it did remind me of the elevator game, which uh, is another, like, ritual game from Japan and Korea. Yeah, I read about that one, too. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. I- I've always thought that one was cool because elevators are kind of like that liminal space area where like you're in transit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so there seems to be a lot of opportunity there, like to, to kind of feel like you're moving between worlds. Right. But I guess for those who don't know, <laughs> the elevator game um, is basically a chance to like, like supposedly to visit an alternate dimension. You should locate an elevator in a building with 10 floors, ride it alone, and visit different floors in a specific order with specific instructions not to trust, look, or speak with a lady who enters on the fifth floor joining you on the elevator. Um, the only person in the other world is the participant that plays the game. And according to the ritual, the building is identical, except that all the lights are out, and the only thing the player would see outside is a red cross. That's, that's, well, that's interesting. Why a red cross? A red cross. I don't know. Huh. Okay. Well, a red I cross, mean, like like a crucifix cross, like I, Jesus. It doesn't. It doesn't say. Which it might just be that it doesn't say in English. I'm sure that there's a story out there that says exactly what it is, and I just can't read it because it's in Korean. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. That's really strange. But I kind of want to play that game. <laughs> yeah. Maybe next uh, time we're at a hotel, we can play. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fun. That'll be a fun thing, you know, bonding experience. We'll have to do that. I'm assume, but I'm assuming you can only do it by yourself. Uh, it kind of. We could take turns. Yeah, because it definitely says you have to ride it alone. Um, and I guess one hy- hypothesis behind like the Elisa. Lom uh disappearance oh, yeah. and, and death was that she was maybe trying to play the elevator game. I find that unlikely, but it I don't know, that's a theory should I suppose. We, should we explain what that is briefly? She <laughs> what I forget the hotel. It wasn't it like Hotel Celeste or some what um, what was that hotel again? I will tell you. <laughs> Momentarily. <laughs> <laughs> the Cecil. The Cecil. Yeah, the Cecil Hotel. And, you know, I remember... Oh, I'm going to get off topic again. Okay, (laughs) so this girl... Fuck, forget her name. You just said it. Lisa? Elisa Lam or Lam. Her Cantonese Cantonese name was uh, Lam Ho Yi, I think. I'm so sorry if I mispronounced that. And she, she was found in their water tank... Yeah. After some strange happenings, I suppose. I don't, it's unclear about what happened to her, but there's footage of her stepping out from the elevator and doing some weird motions. It's not quite clear what's going on, but she gets back in the elevator. Or, no, does she, doesn't she leave? And then that's the last time people see her? I forget. Yeah, um... Yeah, she, okay, so she was found on February 19th, and she was reported missing at the beginning of the month, and the video of her is from the elevator security camera, and she, 
is seen coming in and out and then eventually yes she like well it's like she's coming in and out and so it looks like she's hiding or talking to herself or talking to someone outside of it the elevator seems to be malfunctioning sometimes Mm -hmm. eventually i think she does leave um Mm -hmm. there's a lot of speculation about whether or not the video was altered prior to the release to the public right i've heard that i've heard different things about the time being sped up or parts being edited out of it so it's unclear about if what we're saying is exactly what happened or you know in the yeah in the time frame that it's happening yeah but i guess the only reason that they found her in the water tank was because guests were complaining about complaining (laughs) about the water what what year did that happen because i remember hearing that on the radio it was 2013 yes i remember hearing about it and just thinking what the fuck i was immediately thinking this is highly suspicious. Yeah. How, how did she fucking get into the water tank? But then after that, I heard nothing else. Like, I guess supposedly there's no suspects. No. How, how would she be able to get into it by herself? Well, she did suffer, I think, from um, bipolar disorder. Right. Uh, I mean, there's a range of explanations. It, it could be that she was having some type of breakdown. It could be that she was legitimately running from someone. It could, <laughs> right. it could be paranormal for truth. all we know. We don't know. Yeah. It, it, it There's never been any resolution, right. essentially. It's, it's been very popular in pop culture, I think, because there is no resolution. Like, the, it's right. up in the air. Um, ugh, But it's it's so gross to me that, like... They only started complaining because of low water pressure and some claimed that their water was like, yeah, like some said that it was, the water was colored black and had an unusual taste. But I guess like. That is pure horror right there. Like that is the making of a horror story. But I think the other thing is, is that like, I thought it just supplied a hotel, but apparently it was guest rooms, a kitchen and a coffee shop. But then I'm also so sorry to that hotel and the coffee shop people who had nothing. They weren't even in the vicinity. Or were they inside the hotel? Well, I bet people who, like, were in the hotel probably used the coffee shop, but... Oh, no. No. That... And how long was she in there? Well, she went missing at the beginning of the month, and then it was February... Well, wait, okay, so she was scheduled to check out on January 31st, and her family didn't hear from her, and then she was found February 19th. So does her... Does her family it's one of those frustrating cases where no one knows what the hell happened like no no one no one has any sort of inclination or any there's no definitive oh she was talking about this or she met this person so maybe it was this person who did something to her or there's no definitive reason no which i guess i mean I think that's why some people 
are talking about the elevator game with her because you just <laughs> at the point where you know nothing almost any explanation that puts blame on something seems comforting yeah and i guess that's how legends and folklore start to take root too because yeah. you have no explanation about what it is there's no you have no concrete evidence about what happened so here's this thing <laughs> yeah I don't know. It's it's interesting how the human mind kind of jumps to these things. Yeah. That, yeah. Ugh. I mean, it is a creepy video. I think that didn't help. Like, it's a creepy video. It's a creepy situation. There was you know no the answers. outcome. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's no answers to it. And it doesn't, it also doesn't help that, like, um the movie Dark Water. I remember that movie. Come out. Yeah. yeah. I don't know when the, when did the Japanese film come out? The, the English one came out in 2005. Oh, 2002 was when the Japanese film came out. So, I mean, this has already been in pop culture. Yeah. That, you know, the water tower and the hotel or, you know, apartment right. building. And, and then you have, like, this creepy thing where it looks like she's talking to no one. And Now, <sighs> let me think. Now, did the elevator game, did that start? I forget if you mentioned. Did that originate before death or was um, this something that was coming out around it and it just kind of helped fuel it or that is, you know that is a good question when did the elevator game originate i guess the elevator game originally appeared on a south korean website in 2010 okay so it was before it was t- three years before mm-hmm. mm. oh this ha- actually has a uh, has a uh, rules i'll just save that for the next time we're in a hotel alicia i'm so ready to play it <laughs> as long as I can have a copy of the rules with me so I can or is that not allowed it doesn't say it's not allowed just that you can't talk to this woman that enters on the fifth floor and I think you're supposed to be alone that's easy I can definitely hang out by myself and not talk to people <laughs> Or actually, I take that back. I don't know if I can because I have this politeness to me where I feel like I'm not going to start up a conversation. But if someone talks to me, it's very hard for me not to say something. You you do have a face that basically just says, like, please talk to me. <laughs> I have a face that says, sure, I'll answer you if you start talking to me. <laughs> when we were younger, you'd always call me and be like, so this guy, like, rando started talking to me at McDonald's. <laughs> Yes, and uh, I hated it. I hate that people would start talking to me. Don't talk to me. (laughs) I don't know you. Well, just don't talk to the creepy lady on the fifth floor, and I think you'll be okay. Don't talk. I'm just not going to talk to anyone on the fifth floor. Yeah. So if someone, wait, what if you enter on the fifth floor? (laughs) Can I look at someone? Am I allowed to look at them, or am I not allowed to make eye contact or look at them? Uh, it doesn't say. It just says that she's not a person, and if you talk to her or make a sound, you will not be. I will not be a person? I guess you will not be a person. <laughs> okay. I think that's just a way of saying you're gonna die. What if, Does she do anything else besides talk to you? This one doesn't say. Like, I imagine she um, becomes a like, scary face. <laughs> If you know what I mean. That that's You know what like, I mean. She yeah. becomes a scary face and then I have to say something. <laughs> like, ma'am, as, could you not? <laughs> ma'am, ma'am, could you calm down? Can, can you not do that with your face? <laughs> ma'am, could your face not melt? <laughs> can you put your eyeballs back in? <laughs> ma'am, I'm just I'm just asking. Can ma'am. you close your mouth, please? 
the gaping void is really freaking me the fuck out. We have your gaping void seems inappropriate <laughs> right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so okay, so I'm allowed to look at her. I think so. You just okay. can't talk to her or make any noise. Oh, that's hard. Any any sound whatsoever? What if you start giggling? What if she makes a funny face? Then oh, that's a different direction. That would be a different strategy. Like oh well, delightful. Was it? And then you're dead. What if she gives you like a Kleenex or something? Oh no! What if she? Yeah. What if? What if she does something unexpected? Not scary. I don't know. I feel like this would be hard because you know when you grow up in the Midwest or from the Midwest of, of someone saying or saying or doing anything that is slightly awkward is to just be like oh <laughs> or what? you just answer politely yeah um this is the problem you're just gonna have to <laughs> pretend not to be Midwestern so what should I pretend to be like I, I, I don't know <laughs> Am I from New York? I love you people in New York, but am I from there? <laughs> Although I feel like that'd be more like, hey, put your creepy eye sockets back in your face. <laughs> <laughs> put your creepy eye sockets back in your face. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, I I don't know I if or if a woman was saying to me, "Are you going to such and such floor?" I would have to sit there like a fucking weirdo, <laughs> acting like I don't. Understand. Inside, you're dying. You're gonna be like, here. "Yes, I'm going to the third well, floor. Wait, Please you hit could, the button." Oh, for- yeah, you could. Um, I mean, if you, as long as you don't make a noise, you could nod. You could answer so. her in a way. Oh my god, you're trying to be so polite to this demon <laughs> monster that comes in the elevator. I'm trying to be so nice to her. <laughs> I, I don't want to be rude. I don't want to, okay, if it's an actual person, I don't want to be rude. But it's not. <laughs> what if, what if it's, I'm saying, what if the mothman man is going to be in front of you and you're going to be like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> What if it's it does not? What if the ritual does not work and it's just a regular ass Midwest lady just like us? And she's like, "Are you going to the first floor, sweetie?" Uh, then don't take that chance. Just do I just look at her and nod, or do I just sure. not? Okay. I mean, well, or you're never going to see that woman again. So just pretend like y- you can't hear her. Wait, can I have earbuds in? I don't see why not. Because that automatically makes people not want to talk to you. That's true. I, well, sometimes. Or, or you know what else makes people not want to talk to you? Having one of those fucking Bluetooth mics on your ear. <laughs> that makes people not want to talk to you. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> still I, I hate it when I see people like that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the second I see someone like that. <sighs> in, inside, I'm rolling my eyes and I'm just avoiding them. Making some friends and enemies right now, Alicia. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, if you walk, if you walk around with a Bluetooth mic, you don't need to be walking around with a Bluetooth mic. That's just, just all I'm going to say. Unless it's gonna save you from the creepy woman on the fifth floor in this game. But you can't talk. You can't make no, any sound. You can talk, but you can still have it in your ear. Okay, yes, you can still have it in your ear. But you're assuming a demon also feels the same way about with about people with Bluetooth mics. Well, that's the thing. You'll know if it's a demon or not if they start talking to you and you have earbuds or a Bluetooth mic in your ear. 
That seems solid. Yeah, that's solid reasoning. (laughs) (laughs) They're not human if they're going to talk to you while you're listening to music or supposedly talking to an entity in your head or ears (laughs) that only you can hear. Although I feel like this doesn't work for women because that happens every day on subways across the world. That's true. But granted, this is another lady. Oh, that's it's yeah, that's fair. And we're usually very socially adept. Does that sound right? Yeah. We oh, I thought you were gonna say that we usually feel uh, like obligated to answer other women. I mean, I think that too. I mean, I feel obligated to answer anyone who speaks to me, but it, I feel like women are more likely not to bother you if you have something going on. That's probably true. Also, other women don't always want to speak to anyone else. Right. (laughs) I feel like other ladies would understand that the other women surrounding them might not want to be talking. Especially if they look like someone who has a mic or a headset on. Because, you know, you look at that person, you see that they're involved in themselves or whoever, and that's it. There's no... Excuse me, can I bother you right now? No, there's none of that. Don't even don't even start. All I right, got my jams well, on. <laughs> so so we're back around to if if they talk to you, that's some rude ass demon that's trying to kill you. Pretty much. If they talk to you, it's obviously a demon. Okay. I'm glad we have that. Hope that helps. Yeah. <laughs> Hope that helps you in your day. You can you can use that in the future. Feel free. <laughs> little little tip from us to you. Yes. Well, should we uh, start wrapping up? Sure. Do we have any announcements or... um? Yeah! Or... Okay. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> continue. <laughs> yeah. So, we're on Spotify now. Yay! If you're listening to us via Twitter, which our Twitter is Hey Demons, It's You Girls, mm-hmm. or H-D-I-Y-G <laughs> podcast, at Twitter, you can now find us on Spotify. Yeah. Oh, you know, on that note, I think, should we also say that people can send us creepy experiences? And yes. We can, and we can read them or share them? Yes. If you have any creepy experiences or any experience with the games we just spoke of or, mm-hmm. you know, anything you might want us to cover in the future, either send us a DM through Twitter or mm-hmm. a comment on Podbean. Or feel free to send us an email at our email. Which, which is is podcast at gmail.com. I feel like I made our handles complicated now. <laughs> just I think don't. about it every time. They'll, they'll be fine. Just think of our, just think of our, what's it called, acronym? Think of our acronym. Think of our podcast. And there you go. You got it. <laughs> it's not that bad. There we go. Can't see it, but I'm doing finger guns. <laughs> finger guns. But yeah, send us your um, send us your stories. I'm interested in seeing what people have experienced. Yeah, I love reading other people's stories. Me too. Reading, hearing. Yeah, send us audio file too. That's fine. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. Just no weird pictures. Unless they're like creepy ghost pictures, then I'm down with that. Yeah, no nudity. <laughs> <laughs> no pornography, please. <laughs> That's a reason. You, you will be reported. Wait, unless there's a creepy thing in the background, maybe. We might make an exception. Maybe send us a a question, a description of it, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, we'll be the judge. 
many ghosts do you think pop up in porn movies? Ah, uh, well, <laughs> I don't know, but now I feel like I don't want to research. <laughs> That's fair enough. How do you Google that? <laughs> ghosts in porn? I'll I'll look into it and report back. All right, you do that. And we'll <laughs> we'll mention it next time. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll do my best. <laughs> Um, was there anything else? Oh, I want to say thank you for those who have taken the time to listen to us so far. Yeah. And, um, I think that's all I got. All right, well, this is your girl <laughs> signing out. Stay, stay spooky. spooky and stay, stay safe. safe. <laughs> Bye.